0: Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September twenty second, two 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to the Mississippi Arts Hour. I'm Malcolm White. I am your host this Sunday afternoon. I also have the honor of serving as the executive director of your Mississippi Arts Commission. Today, we are broadcasting from a distance, but we are live for your benefit. My guest is Ashley Coleman. Welcome, Ashley.
1: Thank you, it's wonderful to be here with you.
0: Great. And Ashley is coming to us via Skype, uh, as uh, I am as well. Kevin Farrell is our producer and he is in command headquarters at MPB. Welcome, Kevin. We're always happy to have you here to keep us on track ain't technology wonderful <laughs> so, <Malcolm. laughs> and i'm live in my basement uh from Bell Haven, which ashley is uh about two blocks from where you used to live and where we used to hang out and spend time together but you're not in Bell Haven anymore
1: nope unfortunately i miss those those good times <laughs>
0: yeah so you are now living uh with your husband uh and your three children uh, up in and around Ackerman, Mississippi, on Josiah's uh, family land, right? We
1: are. We are. We've been here for a couple of years now and um, are thankful for the, the space uh, to roam and explore. So it's been and a good, with, good transition.
0: With three children, I imagine space is a, a good thing to have and not worried about traffic and such.
1: Correct, (laughs) it has been
0: nice. (laughs) That's great. So you uh, are the recent recipient of South Arts, Visual Arts Southern Prize as Mississippi's Fellow. So congratulations on that award. Thank you, thank you. We are honored uh, at the Arts Commission and, uh, and as other fellow Mississippians to have you represent us. And because of our unique circumstances uh, with COVID-19 and uh, distancing, we recently uh, had the ceremony uh, on on technology where we Skype. I can't remember what we did. Was it click and, uh, click meeting or something? Zoom
1: ring bring <laughs> re, re, webinar or some strange thing? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But anyway, so congratulations. Uh, Uh, on being Mississippi's uh, fellow this year, Uh, you presented uh, a beautiful body of work. And I wonder if you would uh, tell us, uh, Ashley, if I haven't said so before, is a photographer. And you you presented a beautiful body of work. And I wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about the body that you you presented.
1: Yes. Well, it's been an honor to represent Mississippi. I've loved living here and love the people and, the artist community, and it's just such a rich, welcoming group of people. Um, But the work that I shared with South Arts is a series I've been working on for the last three years or so that involves um, me kind of wrestling through and coming to terms with being a mother and also with being an artist. So sometimes when you have kids, uh, you're... Interest uh, feel like they get subsumed by the needs of small children, <laughs> which can be demanding, um, even if they are normal and good. And so the work kind of stemmed with me making peace with the chaos of <clears throat> life with kids. Um, and the images are of a meditative practice um, when a disaster occurs or something happens that I might find stressful I had started photographing it as a way to just kind of take a deep breath and slow down and try to find the humor and the beauty in everyday life with children
0: and that includes messes and scratch knees and all sorts of things right yes even a dead bird but but the dead bird wasn't in this particular series right
1: no, but there, there, there are some some dead birds that are will get added to the series. <laughs> yeah, and
0: and, and and just for our listener, uh, South Arts is the regional arts organization that serves the nine southern southeastern states. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are we are sort of organized in America around. Our national partner being the National Endowment for the Arts, and mm-hmm. then the country is broken up into regionals, and our regional is called South Arts, and they share a portion of the federal funding uh, that all of the states get. And Mississippi belongs to South Arts, and uh, these regionals, besides uh, serving the states which geographically make them up, they also have their own initiatives, and this. Southern Prize is an initiative uh, of South Arts who wanted to do something to honor the very rich um, visual arts tradition in the South. And this is the, the fourth year. The first year uh, of, of the program, uh, Coulter Fussell from Water Valley was Mississippi's fellow. And she is a, a, a fabric artist, a quilter, sort of a traditional uh, uh, artist working uh, with her hands and with fabric. Then the second year, uh, Dominic LaPello, a professor uh, at Mississippi State University, also a photographer, won the award. And then last year, uh, Roy Doyle from Cleveland, uh, the Mississippi Delta, also a photographer, won the award. And this year uh, it is um, Ashley Coleman. So nice group of (laughs) folks you're, you're in with there.
1: Yeah, they're all wonderful, and I've enjoyed getting to know them um, to varying degrees over the last few years. They're all very inspiring, so I keep up with their work.
0: I thought it was a little uh, peculiar that of the four years, three were photographers. I guess that says something about the number of really uh, uh, quality photographers that we have in the state. I, I
1: feel like, yeah, I feel like Mississippi has a very strong photography community as i've been digging in you know i don't know i can list 25 or 30 people off the top of my head um that are really wonderful photographers in mississippi so i don't know what it is about the landscape that lends itself (laughs) to that but yeah yeah
0: now you you did not grow up in mississippi you grew up in south carolina
1: Correct. I grew up in South Carolina and moved here. It'll be 10 years ago um, this year.
0: And can you tell me a little bit about that upbringing? Was it rural? Was it uh, urban? Where were you in South Carolina?
1: I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, and lived in the city and thought I lived in a small town. <laughs> um <laughs> went to school at the University of South Carolina and then when I met my husband I moved um, he had a farmhouse outside of Oxford so I went from not a small place (laughs) to a very very small rural community and um that was quite an adjustment also Mississippi is just different culturally in some ways than South Carolina so um I started taking photographs more seriously when I moved here to try to make sense of what I was seeing and experiencing. So that was the beginning <laughs> of uh, that for me.
0: Did you study art or photography in college?
1: I was an art history and English double major. Hmm. Um, and just was, photography was a hobby when I traveled. Um, but then it, and, um, I had worked in an art gallery for several years in Columbia before I got married and decided I would be the art appreciator because artists need appreciators. (laughs) So I had made that my, my role. Um, and I loved it. But when I moved, uh, to outside of Oxford, I think photography just kind of became a, a lifeline for me. Um, So so I started taking it more seriously.
0: So you grew up in Columbia, which is a lot like Jackson uh, in that it is the capital uh, of the state and you have government Mm -hmm. and university and you sort of have all of, as you say, they're big towns. Maybe some people call them city, but I think of them as big, big towns. I think of Jackson as a big town. Mm hmm. And y'all lived in Jackson for a number of years as well before uh, moving back up north to the family land, right?
1: Right. We were in Bellhaven for four or five years, five maybe five or six. <laughs> it blurred together, but yeah, it was. It was. I really the opportunity to get to know Jackson, and it is a city close to my heart. Um, anyway, I
0: so um in Ackerman uh, is that uh, Choctaw County yes Choctaw and it's county. the and it's the county seat right
1: yes yeah the courthouse is here
0: yes yeah. but it is a very small sort of rural place correct correct and, <laughs> very and the closest sort of town is uh, where
1: Starkville which is okay. probably 30 minutes. 30 minutes away. Um, And then Columbus is just, what, an additional 15 minutes once you get to Starkville, I guess, or maybe 20. Uh, I don't know.
0: Hi, I'm Malcolm White. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour podcast. You can also hear the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. For access to more conversations with creative Mississippians, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app.
1: On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, an Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the Mississippi Arts Hour. I'm Malcolm White. I'm your host today in the studio with my friend and uh, fellow photographer, and uh, now resident of Mississippi for the past decade, Ashley Coleman. Welcome back, Ashley.
1: Good to be here.
0: Thanks for joining me today. Uh, It is uh, the age of COVID, and so we are recording the Arts Hour via Skype. You are In rural north mississippi and i am in my basement in bellhaven and kevin (laughs) farrell our producer (laughs) is uh at mpb uh running the controls at headquarters so it is a brave new world so welcome (laughs) to the mississippi arts hour
1: it's it's good to be here remotely and at least see your face (laughs) yeah it's good to see you too yeah
0: (laughs) so as i said in the first segment uh You're a photographer, you're a commercial photographer, a fine arts photographer as well. Mm -hmm. And you recently uh, were awarded uh, the Mississippi Fellowship uh, from South Arts, which is the Southern Regional Arts Organization who has this prize called the Southern Prize. And and Mm -hmm. you won, each state has a winner and then they all compete for uh, a larger prize. And then uh, this year was gonna be our first year where we actually had an exhibition of all of the nine winners together. And unfortunately, that got postponed. Uh, But I can only imagine how much fun and how invigorating that might be uh, for a recipient to get to interact with these uh, eight other recipients. And the show, which is not canceled but simply postponed, will be uh, gathered uh, at Columbus, Georgia at the Beau Bartlett Center at Georgia State University um, in the near future. Do you have any more details than I do on that? When that might be?
1: I think they are thinking October if, okay. if things are, are better. Um, but I've had the opportunity to visit the Beau Bartlett Center and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous gallery. So I am hopeful and excited about the possibility of seeing all the work there together.
0: And who who's going to curate uh, the exhibition? Do you know? I, I think I've heard, but I've forgotten.
1: Um, I know I've been in touch with uh, Wim Roofs, who lives in Columbia and actually was my former boss at the art gallery <laughs> where I worked. Oh really? Um, and he's yeah. When uh, when I was told he was going to be the contact for the exhibition, I I laughed <laughs> because I was like, oh, I know. I know him,
0: <laughs> but Good
1: yeah, I'll be, yeah, so he's been um, in correspondence with me about what pieces will be in the exhibit, so I assume that he's in charge of that, um, yeah. but I'm not 100% certain.
0: And how many pieces will you uh, have in the, in the exhibition?
1: Um, they are going to take all of the images that I submitted, so I think, 10 or 12 images. Oh, good, Um, good. Yeah, so I'm excited to be able to show them together. I think it works well to see, you know, more than four or five images from the series. Um, So, yeah.
0: You know, I was just thinking uh, a few years back, uh, Betty Press curated an exhibition of photographs at the University of Southern Mississippi that you and I both had pieces in. Do you remember the occasion for that, was it some traveling exhibit or something?
1: It was with uh, in conjunction with the Do Good Fund, which is based in Columbus, Georgia, and they collect work by photographers. And I think one of the reasonings behind their collection or their, the fund is a lot of photography and maybe art in general is not able to be shown in a museum, so a lot of it is in storage so what they do is they have their the work they've collected continually traveling to different places so that the work gets maximum exposure and more people can see it. Um, and so work was going to be, was in Hattiesburg from the Do Good Fund. And so Betty organized that wonderful um, pairing, which we were in, of Mississippi photographers to go along with uh, with the other photography exhibit.
0: Right. So talk a little bit about your process. What kind of camera or cameras do you use? Sort of your uh, creativity, how you approach your shows or your subjects or your bodies of work. Just talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Okay.
1: Um, probably six years ago now, or maybe seven, I inherited a medium format Hasselblad camera so I still shoot film um, and when I started using the camera more it just it slowed me down I've been shooting digital um, and as a mother I've really appreciated the process of slowing down because I'm able to um, create work throughout the day without the pressure of Editing building up, which happened to me with digital photos, I would I would have such a backlog of digital images to edit that I just never messed with them. And so for me, at least, shooting film, I'm able to be present as much as possible with the kids in their younger, this young season of life, um, and then also do something that makes me feel human and alive. <laughs> so the, 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 so that's why I continue to shoot film, but I shoot primarily the medium format, which is a square image for me. And then I also have been shooting some 35 millimeter film. Um, I have a Leica that I use and I also picked up off of eBay, a $15 Canon rebel G. <laughs> so the, you know, I made me think of the Andre Agassi commercials from the nineties, um, <laughs> But so I've been using that, that it still shoots film. So I've been using those two and I've enjoyed combining the square, which can be a little more formal and the 35 millimeter where I feel like I can capture more action in what's going on. So those are the two primary cameras.
0: So you must have a dark room in your home.
1: I do not. That's something I wrestled with a lot earlier on because I felt like to be a true photographer I had to develop the film myself and print it and it just was not realistic I finally had a friend look at me and she was like if you're gonna have film developed she's she was like you have to have eight hours where you can just be uninterrupted and get work done she, you know, once you mix the chemicals and everything, she was like, you don't have time to do that. (laughs) I was like, no, (laughs) I don't. So I actually, um, work with a lab out in California. So they process and develop and scan my film. And then, um, I work with a printer, a, a guy who lives in, in Jackson on printing and I'm able to work with him pretty closely on the printing process. And it's wonderful because he has so much knowledge about printing it's like an entirely different skill set so I've loved working with him and learning from him on how to make a good print
0: wow and you know speaking of photographers in Jackson I guess this would be a, a, a good enough time to say how much we miss James Patterson who used to bring us all yes. together um uh, yeah a great loss to the art community uh, in Mississippi So when you do weddings, now you don't use the Hasselblad for weddings, or do you, I'm asking?
1: No, I don't anymore. I try to incorporate it, um, but unless someone specifically requests film for a wedding, I shoot digitally for weddings. Um, And I still enjoy doing that. I feel like shooting weddings pushes my mind and pushes me in different ways as a photographer. So I like the ability to kind of stay sharp. Through, through weddings.
0: All right. So, uh, what percent? I mean, in the age of COVID, I guess there's really no uh, nothing is uh, can be explained. But prior to COVID, <laughs> we, what what percent of your work was this fine art, shooting your Hasselblad versus you know mm-hmm. a, a wedding or some sort of commercial gig?
1: Um, I usually I've been limiting my weddings. To um, just so I can be present, but I would say maybe 50 50, and Mm. sometimes um, maybe more like 60 fine art and 40 commercial. Um, And you know, I'm inching towards the goal of you know 80 fine art (laughs) and 20 commercial because I would love you know um, to do more more of that. But I think that's a process and just, you know, getting established and sure. And that sort of thing. But
0: let's talk a little bit about your uh, online presence. If you would talk about your, uh, you know, your website, your blog, this is where you've been able to put your English degree to work. You, you have a blog. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) You you do. You're very active on Instagram. Talk a little bit about all of that social media presence and online presence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, i i do have a website and i i like it so that i so you're able to see if you ever visit it it's just ashley you can see a, a whole series and i like being able to show the work like that so you kind of get a sense as opposed to instagram which is more like a diary in some ways mm-hmm. um and you know i'll probably post images on instagram that i won't be incorporated in the final series, the final edit for a body of work. Um, But I do love Instagram for connecting with people that are not local and getting to know other artists. I feel like it's a great way to kind of get to know other people and connect. And it's been a great resource for, you know, meeting new clients, um, people finding work on Instagram. So that's how I, how I use it. (laughs) But,
0: um, are you still uh, kind of connected to your photography buddies back in Jackson? I know y'all kind of had a group and y'all did showings and y'all were awfully close at uh, at one time. Are you able to stay connected?
1: Yes. So I'm part of a, a photography cooperative called do South co-op and there are five of us and we work pretty closely together. Um, we, we've collaborated on two different bodies of work that have the first um, body of work. I think we got to show it in three different places. And then we just exhibited um, our second body of work at the very beginning of March before things shut down. It was at, It's at the Southeastern Center for Photography in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, and then hopefully... Um, It'll be going to a museum in Louisiana in 2021. But um, the way we work together as a group is very different from how all of us work individually. So it's been really wonderful to kind of push each other and learn how to collaborate. Um, And I love our second body of work where we were trying to almost erase authorship. So the titles were things that different people in the group have said at one point in time. And so so then, you know, we were given a, a title and then we had to make an image based on something someone else said. So it really, you know, you start channeling the other person <laughs> when you're making the image. Um, and then when we showed the work, we didn't include... The name of the photographer. So it was just the ti- it ended up being more like a, a poem with the way the titles strung together underneath the images. Um, and you didn't know the author of the image until you looked at like an exhibit catalog. So that was really fun to work on with, with them.
0: Now, does the group have an online presence? Can listeners find yes. out more about the group?
1: Yes. So it's Do South Co on instagram and um i think it's due south co-op on um our is our website and both bodies of work are up there and we try to you know refresh periodically but
0: and all these photographers uh in in mississippi or are they just scattered about
1: so we ha- well so we were kind of mostly cat- in mississippi but like you know, one of them is from Alabama. You know, I am originally from South Carolina. One of them was from Arkansas, but, you know, now lives in Memphis. So we kind of have four states <laughs> covered, even though we're a little more consolidated now
0: where we live. And you think of yourself as photographers of the American South or just yes. due South because that's where everybody lives?
1: Yes. Uh, wrestling with the american south yeah i i would i think i could safely say that and just trying to to f- still figure it out and yeah it's easy to say the same thing about the south so how do you say it in a different way <laughs> or
0: right.
1: or propel the conversation forward so those are things we talk about a lot
0: do you have uh... Influences or mentors, uh, other photographers that whose work has inspired what you attempt to do or how you go about your work.
1: I do. I obviously love Sally Mann's work. Um, I also really love Sig Harvey. She's based in Maine, and um, really admire her work greatly. Um, so those are two two favorite women. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Malcolm White. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour podcast. You can also hear the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. For access to more conversations with creative Mississippians, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the Mississippi Arts Hour. I'm Malcolm White. I'm your host today. I'm happy to be talking to my friend and to photographer Ashley Coleman. Welcome back, Ashley. Glad to be here. Ashley and I are on Skype. Uh, I'm in my basement uh, on uh, Gillespie Street. In Belhaven in Jackson, Ashley, is up in the country uh, around Ackerman, Mississippi. And uh, our producer, Kevin Farrell, is uh, at MPB running the board and the controls. So if we somehow go out of control, we'll blame Kevin. Otherwise, it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's clear sailing. So uh, in this age of of COVID-19, besides the fact that we uh, are having this interview via Skype rather than in the studio, and that you uh, actually attended the award ceremony for the Southern Prize on some type of uh, technology platform, I don't remember which one it was, what else (laughs) in your world has been impacted in this way uh, by the coronavirus?
1: Well, the way a lot of uh, work has been postponed <laughs> because you can't get together to shoot, um, but it has led to more time for personal work, fine artwork. Um, thankfully, the, the lab that I use still is processing film with different restrictions in place for their own safety, but there's, I'm still able to mail them mail them film (laughs) and work on sequencing and editing work at home. So in some ways, it's been really nice to slow down. Um, In other ways, it was more challenging though the the additional school burden with children. But thankfully, school is out and, you know, plug along.
0: So is it safe to say at some point in the recent past that you were submitting work for not only the Southern Prize, but I'm sure other uh, opportunities as well and homeschooling three children at the same time.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, there's always a constant uh, balance between submitting work or preparing for an exhibit and and, uh, teaching, co-teaching my children. (laughs) So, yeah. It's a it's a lot sometimes.
0: Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, you are the recipient of the Mississippi Fellowship for the Southern Prize. It comes with uh, an amount of money. And I was just curious if you could share with our listeners what you intend to use your scholarship or stipend or award for. I'm always interested in that.
1: Yeah. Well, I was um, I'm excited to be able to work with Sig Harvey, who i mentioned, um, in the last segment, uh, who is a photographer. I really admire greatly. Um, I was able to connect with her and I was going to do an in-person workshop with her this summer, but obviously that changed. And instead we're doing, um, a mentoring ship long distance, but it's been so far really, really wonderful. Um, it's exciting to kind of get her perspective on the work I'm making and then hear areas where, you know, she thinks I need to push myself more. Um, and it's exciting, too, to, to realize, like, where she is pushing is also where I want to grow. So I've um, enjoyed, enjoyed that. So I think it's, it's, it's a wonderful, yeah, it's a wonderful chance to work with her. So I'm thankful <laughs> to be able to do that.
0: Is she um, a professor of photography, or just a, a photographer that you admire who has agreed to do sort of a mentorship?
1: She did teach for a long time in New York City, and now she lives in Maine. Out and um, she's published three books, all of which are sold out, and. I know her first two books, which I don't have, their resale is like $500. So they have sold fast. She, she's exhibited all over the world and recently had a, a museum exhibit at the um, Agunquet Museum in Maine. And I was able to see it last summer when it opened. And it was just incredible to see her work in person after looking at, at you know her, her book and online for so long. It's just different to see a print in real life (laughs)
0: like that. Sure. So um, beyond the Southern Prize uh, body of work that will hopefully be exhibited later in the fall. uh, Yeah as a collection with the other uh, Southern Prize winners at the Bo Bartlett Center uh, at Georgia State University in Columbus, Georgia. What else are you working on? Do you have other shows or other projects that, that you're in the middle of or about to launch or considering?
1: I feel like yeah, I feel like the series that um, that I'm showing with South Arts, is ongoing. So I'm continuing to build on that body of work and hopefully narrow it down to an edit. I would love to be able to publish it one day. Um, so I'm continuing to build on that. And then I have kind of a constant body of work on just Mississippi and the South in general. So I am always adding to that, uh, when I'm out and about, um, that's, you know, always have a camera (laughs) in hand um looking for certain things so yeah that's a constant one and i'm sure that in due time this this project will kind of come to an end and i don't know what i will do next but it's always come to me eventually (laughs) what i'll I'll do
0: are you uh still uh, documenting um Rodney the the town of Rodney I know you've taken an awful lot of photos there I see your Rodney photos here there and you I think I was traveling somewhere and I bumped into one of them in the last year or so and texted you and said yeah. hey there's a piece of your it's <laughs> one of your photographs I can't remember where it was now but that's funny <laughs> and it was it was a piece from Rodney <laughs> yeah
1: that uh that body of work has traveled a lot um I haven't been i didn't go last year but i'm thinking that i might be due for a trip this year just to kind of check and see what what else has been going on there but i always have uh that was a fun a fun series to make just you know with it flooded and wearing the waiters and it was just so peaceful and surreal um amidst the the heartbreak of seeing a building in the middle of water. But I always, I think that'll be something I always, you know, maybe add one or two pictures to whenever I am in the area.
0: And did you go specifically that year because it was flooded or was it coincidental you were going and there was a flood?
1: I had actually been earlier it was in 2016 I had been no in 2015 I kind of did a, a shoot down there like an editorial shoot um so I was familiar with it and then when the river kept rising in January of 2016 I heard some other photographers talking about it and it was kind of one of those things where at the time everyone was like you'll never see this again in your lifetime so I was like well I gotta go <laughs> so I, I uh went in 2016 and then it flooded again in 2018 and again last year in 2019 so i Mm. think that this is now the new normal for rodney and i don't know if that's why exactly but anyway um it seems like it's a yearly event and i'm sure the water is rising this year i just haven't checked on but
0: right yeah Uh, now what about um When I first met you, um, I was staying at your farmhouse uh, out in the country, and there was an Mm -hmm. old church across the street. You you documented the decline of that church. That was a very sweet and Mm -hmm. and sad, very sad uh, (laughs) series. (laughs) Has it completed? Is the church gone?
1: We moved, so that kind of ended the series, but... Someone purchased the church and has dismantled it. So I think the floors have been taken up and the windows are taken out. I don't know if they've gotten to the exterior walls yet, but thankfully there is a cabinet maker in um, outside of Oxford and he was able to purchase some of the wood from inside the church. Mm. And so he's going to be putting that to good use. So I'm thankful that it, it will be, it'll live on in a different form. Um, in someone's house. <laughs>
0: right. But you have but, quite a number of, of photographs uh, yes. throughout its sort of final demise there. Yes.
1: Right? Yeah. I called it Old Sardis because there was an older man in town who ha- used that name once. But um, since we lived across the street from it, I would just photograph it in all the different types of weather and in each of the seasons. Um, so I have hundreds <laughs> of photos of the same building but yeah i've tried to photograph it since moving but it's too painful <laughs> so yeah. the yeah. I, I don't know it hasn't been the same but yeah that's a that was a sweet sweet church
0: <laughs> so what other uh subjects um uh, are you currently embracing but besides your children i know that the, the Photographing of your children will be a, a lifetime uh, mm-hmm. enterprise for you because they will always be there and you will All always right. <laughs> take photos of them. Old buildings, Rodney, old towns. Uh, what other uh, subjects, topics interest you that you, you might be uh, finding yourself photographing?
1: I, When we lived in Jackson, I photographed a lot the the landscape of Jackson. Um I was very curious about the people in Jackson who were committed to seeing it thrive and succeed. So I had started meeting with different community uh, activists and leaders um, to, to get portraits of them, as well as portraits of the town. Um, and that has slowed down since moving, but that's something that I would like to continue working on um, I also really have loved since moving to Ackerman just watching the transition of seasons in the <laughs> with like the beach trees. And so mm-hmm. I've taken a lot of photographs of trees. <laughs> <So I'll, laughs> those just make me happy. I don't know what I'll do with them. <laughs> um, and then working with Due South, the, the co op, um, that's just a different set of images as well. Um, just the you know, rural life but also just southern life both in a city or out in the country so anything really anything that I think is curious or weird I will stop and take a picture of it (laughs) and I'll decide what to do with it later (laughs) but you do that too
0: Yeah, of course I think uh, myself with with my phone you with some really pretty cool instruments but you also use your phone
1: yes i do who doesn't right
0: (laughs) very convenient
1: more more immediate
0: (laughs) recently um, you know people joke with me they say oh you know you used to take pictures of all of these odd landscapes and different perspectives and now it's all your grandchildren yes (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i'm certainly not apologizing for that (laughs) nor should you (laughs) children make wonderful subjects uh yeah and uh so, so anyway, do you have uh, a, an exhibition or a body of work that you're working on that you're getting ready to present or something new or, or is it just um, I, whatever's before you?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this series, it's called It'll Do Till a Mess Gets Here. Um, I'm, hoping that, <laughs> I'm hoping that series um, that I'll be able to show it. I would love to be able to show it in Jackson. So I'm going to work on that. But I would love to be able to exhibit a couple more places before I you know, move on to the next thing, but...
0: And that's the portraits of the of the people in Jackson? Of the that leaders. is
1: the... No, the, that is just the, the work that I've done, you know, reconciling my struggles with domesticity.
0: <laughs> oh, oh so, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, how often do you get back to South Carolina?
1: I'm able to go a couple times a year. So, and then my family likes visiting me too so that's good
0: <laughs> that's yeah. well actually it's been a real pleasure to catch up to visit with you congratulations again on being Thank the you. mississippi fellow for the southern prize and i certainly hope that we will be gathering soon in columbus georgia uh, to see this entire uh, retrospective of all nine states uh, fellowship winners and your fo- your photographs uh, mixed in and and i know that your opportunity to meet with the other eight and to interact with them will be great. Hi, I'm Malcolm White. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour podcast. You can also hear the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. For access to more conversations with creative Mississippians, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app.